0: Welcome back, everybody. Do you feel like you have the appropriate skills to handle your weekends and be in alignment with your goals?
1: Good question, M. Do, do you, we? Do you think they do?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go with yes and no, yes and no, yes and no.
1: Again, these are skills that we have learned through our experience of navigating. I'm going to call, you know, we're calling it Weekend Sabotage. Should we just call it any type of social eating and drinking?
0: Yeah, because this doesn't have to be Saturday or Sunday. It can (gasps) be a random Tuesday night when the girls said it's time to go out. Yeah, I feel like in the summertime.
1: Okay, maybe this was just one of the communities I lived in back in Chicago. It's very similar to here in Texas, but it would be like, oh, let's, you know, We'd have a planned night. We'd all get together in the backyard with the neighbors. But then it was the spontaneous Tuesday night. And then it was the Wednesday night. Like, I just feel like summer with those longer nights and it's light out It just puts on a vibe. And so this could be for spontaneous social events too.
0: Yeah. I do love to be spontaneous, you know? Yeah. And we start to feel like, especially the older that we get, we have these like strict opinions that are either somebody else's or our own based on like how we want things to go to like control the situation, you know? Right. But I feel like unlearning all of those strict opinions and the way that we think that things need to go. And um, you kind of get down to like, what if none of it mattered? Yeah. And then you really started to pick out the stuff that does matter.
1: What do I need to know? Like what skills do I need to learn in order to navigate this social situation? It's really hard to say in
0: a row. Say that three times fast. Social situation.
1: That was really hard. But which ones do I need to know to navigate it to feel successful going into any event and then also getting the results you want? Because listen, we're a health and fitness podcast, right? Most of our women coming to us are looking for a physical result. And what they find in the process, they get it very easily with some of the skills we'll share today. But then they have emotional and mental results as well, which is not feeling guilt or shame. They're like, wow, I feel Free. I can have what I want yeah. when I want it and not feel guilty. And I can still be in the body that I want. So
0: Right. And who doesn't want to go out on a random Tuesday night because somebody threw it in your corner and it sounds fun. Right? Right? It's really fun. <laughs> okay. So what, what are some skills we need? Okay. So
1: if we're talking about a problem first, if we don't have the appropriate skills right, to know how to navigate the weekend, I feel like the biggest problem with that is... <sighs> Well, I guess sabotage behavior. But if you're incompetent in something, you lack in confidence, right? Like we talk about this a lot in the Angie Method. So what we're trying to do is pick out the skills that will best fit what you want in your related goals. Because you might need different skill training than I do when it comes to the weekend. And so we teach you the skills that are appropriate for you so you can become Competent in those, which takes a little practice, which is why we said on the last episode, like your example with your dessert, it's always a learning process. Yes. And so, with what happened with your example, you're like, maybe I need a new skill set in navigating situations like yes. that. So, we're paying attention to what skills will best serve each individual. Right. And then you get in there and you practice those skills on the weekend or in your social events. And the more reps you put in, the more consistent execution, the more confident you get in navigating these different situations. And right. then we just keep building. But if we're not competent in them, then we're not confident in them. Then we just go into, ah, oh, screw it. I'm just going to have another drink. Or, yeah. oh, you know what? I'm going to have the pizza. I'm going to have the burger. So we got to teach you those skills first. And yeah. you got to practice them.
0: I agree. I like that. You got to practice. And you also have to like, we can't change what we're not aware of, you know, but also we can't be comfortable with what we aren't aware of either, you know, so uh, it's like creating that awareness around what you want out of this. Um, I enjoyed Memorial weekend probably more so than a typical weekend. It was celebratory. So that means when you wake up on Monday and you're a little bit in a fog because you're hungover and you're retaining a little bit of water weight because I had two desserts like, you know, I have to remind myself in that moment. That's exactly what I wanted. And I am going to be OK with what it feels like right now. Because I will do that again, maybe not this weekend, but at some point. And I know that I will continue with the things that keep me on track and keep me really motivated and moving that fast forward momentum, you know, and I'll get back to a place where I don't feel that way. And you'll never look back on weekends like that and like think about how much you weighed on the scale. You'll always look back and be like, do you remember that time that we really enjoyed life and we left nothing on the table? It's kind of (laughs)
1: like when you ask, What do you actually remember about that event? Nobody, unless it was a restaurant that you waited to get a reservation for for like six months, nobody remembers the food and the drink, but you do remember like laughing over something hilarious or maybe like the beautiful landscape you were in. And so- The music. Yeah, but what you said, you're like- I then get right back into momentum with the things that I'm really good at. And so those are your skills that you're like, okay, I just know I'm going to drink more water right now. I know I'm going to eat a lot of single ingredient foods. I'm going to get a workout in. You're like, oh, those are easy skills. Yeah. I need sleep. (laughs) You've practiced them. (laughs) And so I thought we could do a little more tactical with, if the goal is to not quote unquote gain weight over the weekend what if we talk about numbers first, right? Yeah. Because M said on the last episode, like, listen, we can't just have it all. It can't be a free for all when it comes to food and drink.
0: Right. Not if you have
1: goals. Not if you have goals. And that's first off what's making you pissed off on Monday, right? Right. It's making you at least think that you've gained body fat, especially if the goal is to lose weight. So what if we do numbers first? Because you have to understand some science. You have to understand the boundary around how many calories you should stay within on the weekend. This helps you pick and choose your level one, two, and three habits based on those calories. This helps you understand some of the skills we're going to teach you today. So are you cool if we start with that? I'm cool. Okay, let's take what, four what are examples. Okay, if you want to maintain weight, you're just wanting to maintain your weight. So maybe you weigh, I'm just going to use a random number because I put this in front of me, 120 pounds, all yeah. right? To maintain weight, you take that body weight times 13, 14, or 15. I'll tell you why I gave a range. I'm, I'm going to do this right now. Okay, good, because I only put it as 15 here in front of me. Okay, okay, that's maintaining, got it. That's maintaining. If you are less active, you want to go on the lower range. So maybe you would do the 120 by 13. Got it. Okay, how many calories is that, Emily? 120 by 13. 120 by
0: 13, 13. let's see here, you guys. She's
1: using the calculator.
0: Because we are not that smart. That's 1560. Okay, so 1560 calories. that's to maintain. That's to maintain. Now, Now, what does the 13 represent?
1: So this is literally just algorithms that people have figured out based on your activity level and about where maintenance falls. And okay. so you have like your resting metabolic rate. You have your basal metabolic rate. So a certain amount of calories we will just burn to exist in a day without any other activity. Like if you're just laid in bed all day, don't move, you would burn. For women, they say between 13 to 1400 calories. Okay. Just to not even move.
0: Now, now this is 13 is not very active.
1: 13 is not active. And so now this maintenance number, though, you asked where you get the 13 from. Yeah. They're calculating that based on your basal metabolic rate as well as any activity that they think you might do above that. Okay. So 13 calories per your body weight, so times your body weight. That might be like you're in a sedentary job. Right. right? You don't move that much during the day. 14. You're a little more active, right? Like you're moderately active. Maybe you get 8,000 steps in a day. Okay. Work out here and there. 15, you might be working out every single day as well as getting like 8,000, 10,000 plus steps.
0: Okay. So that's 15. So 120 times 15 to maintain your calories go up a little bit. You're at 1,800.
1: You're at 1,800. Okay. Okay. So you have to first be realistic and honest with yourself like, yes. I am sedentary. I am moderately active. I am whatever. I would consider myself moderately active. Now, when I owned a gym, I was incredibly active. I'd be on the highly active side. But I sit down most of the day for my job. Yes, I get 8,000 steps in. Yes, I work out three to four times a week. But that's not really that active. Does that so, make sense?
0: Okay, so let me ask you if we're if people are like, okay, I'm a little bit more than moderately active. What? So say you do like strength training four times a week. Say you're getting 10,000 to 12,000 steps a day. Are we still kind of moderately active or are we getting towards more active? I would err on the lower side. The lower yeah. side, okay. If you're
1: an athlete and you're listening to this or you're a CrossFit like, gamer, like you're and like you're competing, you're probably on
0: the highly active. Okay, so, most of so us comfortably 14 are fourteen. Okay, got Give it. Give
1: us fourteen, M.
0: Okay, let's one twenty times here. fourteen for me, please. One twenty times fourteen. That's sixteen eighty. That's still a decent amount of calories. That's a decent amount of calories. Yeah, yeah. but let's pay attention to this. If you're going Nothing in not to lose, it's yeah. to maintain. This
1: is to yeah. maintain. Okay. Let's say it's a Saturday, and your normal rhythm is we go out for brunch. And then we go out for lunch, and then we go out for dinner and drinks. The I'm going to take me as the old example. I used to start brunch. If anybody knows Panera, like bread, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I would get a bagel and I didn't cream. even know they had brunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's call it a bagel. Okay, okay. Got it. So let's say Paul and I'd wrap up in the gym days around 10 or 11. we We'd go and we'd get our bagel. That would be like the start of our day. Well, one bagel's like 450 calories oh with God, the cream I cheese.
0: Oh, so damn good though. Okay.
1: <laughs> right. So remember that you better add this. Four four fifty.
0: Four fifty with the
1: cream cheese. Now, bagels don't fill up anybody. Mm-hmm. Right. So like lunch is happening about two hours later. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> First meal, lunch, would be the big one. Um, I might be a little bit more conservative, and I would get, like, a salad with some grilled chicken if we were out. But if I'm not paying attention, and they're putting all the toppings on it and the dressing, if you actually go calculate that, which I was just ordering a salad because, quote-unquote, that was healthy. It's like over a 1,000. It's like a 1,000,
0: okay? Yeah. Okay, so, so adding 1,000 to that. So basically— you're nearly, you got your whole calories for the day and you still got the evening to go. And I'm at 14.50 already.
1: Now, I the old me that wasn't going through my three level habits or didn't know these skills, I'd then go to dinner and I would have two beers. Mm. So I I don't choose like lower calorie beers. I would choose like a brown ale. I would have a Kolsch beer, if anybody knows what these kinds are. Those are 160 a pop. So another
0: 320, this is before it's my burger and french for fries. just beer. Okay, now we're 1770. And then
1: we'd go, we'd be at like local pubs. And so we'd get the burger and, and the, the french fries. fries. Oh my God. Which if you go, and this is where it's you so have yummy. to do your due diligence. Like you have to become aware of how many calories are in stuff and what your ultimate goal is with where the window you're trying to stay in. So that- give or take is probably it's usually like 900 to 1100 for the burger only with toppings because I've looked this up and another 600 for french fries yeah let's go conservative 1600 3370 and it didn't stop there then I get get, and we keep going (laughs) then I'd get frozen yogurt because that's healthy right until you put all your toppings on it, which mine are all the chocolate toppings. So it could be the little brownie chunks, the cookie dough chunks, the chocolate chips, the chocolate sprinkles, but I'm getting frozen yogurt, yeah, right? So it, it made sense. Up, yeah. This is before I knew what I knew. Yeah. I would say that would easily be 600.
0: Oh yeah, easy. The sugar stuff adds up. So now you're nearly at 4,000 calories. I'm
1: at 4,000. In, in one day, yeah. In one, in one day, okay? Now, we said to maintain weight at the more active range would be like 1,800. 18. So let's even just say I was I was active.
0: Go ahead and minus 1,800 for me. 20, okay, so that's 20, 20, 2170, So you're almost at two other full days of food. <laughs> yes, okay. So if you're eating
1: 500 calories above your maintenance- 500 calories above your maintenance for seven days. So it needs to be a total of 3,500 calories. You could gain one pound of body fat back. So that was 2,100. Let's say I did that again because a lot of people will go out on Sunday for pancakes and maybe they had pizza on Friday. Yeah, I could have easily doubled that, making that an extra 4,000 calories just on the weekend alone. Well, then I did actually, even if I was intentional during the week and I was eating at maintenance. You did
0: actually gain. I actually gained
1: a pound of body fat and a little bit more.
0: Now, here's where I think most people get caught up because that does happen. And that does happen to all of us. Um, I think we assume that we can get it off the next week within like five days. But you've got the lag time. It takes your body like anywhere from two to four days to get... Back to normal from one of those days. So a little bit longer if you've had two of those days. But I think what happens is people start to get frustrated because they don't see it come back off in a week. So then they just give up and keep it going. And they just keep it going. Right. Because how, like, if you were to have a weekend like that now, how long do you think it would take you to get that off?
1: Okay. Because now I know my body. To get that off, whether it was just, so sometimes it's water weight, right? Because yeah. I maybe am not eating above that amount that significantly. Sometimes it might just be I had a bender. It, minimum for me, it's two weeks to get my weight to come back down.
0: Yeah, and two that's weeks, being in alignment of, with your macros. That's me hitting my numbers yeah, for two weeks. For two yeah. weeks, yeah. That's how sensitive your body can be. So think about that. If you don't do that, Yes, how that's when it starts to unravel and it starts to get out from under you and you feel like you don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now I also wanted to say a lot of people because they see what happens on Monday, they under eat all week, right? So here's another example: if you are under eating all week, let's say you're eating only a thousand calories, and I'm not saying to do that, by the way. I'm yeah. just saying like you're this is what happens. This is what happens. Yeah. Okay, but if you did that. Then what you ate on the weekend, it actually might be a wash, right? Because you were already eating below your maintenance, kind of like saving up calories for the weekend. And then you had those high ones. Your weight will still be high on Monday, but here's where you can't go into reactive mode. Here's skill number two. First, know how much would keep you in a reasonable range on the weekend and play your own game with it. Decide where you'll make your trade-offs to stay within that calorie window. Then you know you're not gaining body fat right? Right. Skill number two, on Monday when the scale is up and you've already had an idea of what you ate over the weekend, you can look at it and be like, I know I did not gain body fat because I stayed within a reasonable range to maintain my weight. This is simply a product of oh, maybe I ate foods I don't normally eat during the week and my body's retaining water. Maybe I had more sodium. Maybe I had different oils that they put in food. Maybe I didn't sleep as well because I was drinking more. I'm dehydrated. All of these can be products of what's happening to the scale on Monday. And if you know that, you don't get reactive and you don't either go into, screw it, I'm not going to do anything at all. Or now I'm going to eat 500 calories and do a thousand calorie burn of cardio. Like, we got to get out of the reactive punishment state. Right. Yeah. So that would be skill number two, right? right. hmm Okay.
0: Okay. Then— So skill- do the math first, right, Um, Do the math. Do the math. But I like you- this. This is actually helping me. Yeah. I, but, and then if you need to lose, putting yourself—because that was maintenance weight. That so was if maintenance. if you need to lose, you put yourself—don't don't, don't we either multiply it by like 10, 12, or— 10, 11, or 12. 10, 11, or 12. Okay, because you need to be in a deficit. Yeah. Now, what are, if somebody wanted to calculate their own macros, so to speak, of the the weight they want to be at, like, what would 10, 11, or 12 be? Okay. So, we're going to have to do a whole episode on science. In fact,
1: on my YouTube, I did a whole series on how to calculate your own macros. We do everything based off observation because everybody comes to us with a different stress level, with different sleep, with different pre-existing relationships with food, different preferences around food. So we're watching people and what their weight does in correlation to how much they eat. Right. With that being said though, if you're listening and you're like, well, I'd still like an idea. A starting point, if you will. A starting point. If you have more than 10 pounds to lose, okay, more than 10 pounds, you want to take your initial first goal body weight and multiply it by 10, if you want to lose more quicker, okay? 11, if you're like, I'm okay going a little bit more moderate pace with losing body fat. And then it would be 12, if you're like, I want to take this a little bit slow. Like, I don't like to feel very hungry, so I'm going to stay on the higher end of still being able to lose, but it won't feel that uncomfortable. Okay. If you don't have 10 plus pounds to lose, you take your current body weight and you do the same thing.
0: Okay. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. I love it.
1: Yeah. So let's just pretend you weigh 130 pounds. And you're like, really? I don't have 10 pounds to lose. But I'd like to drop a little body fat. Just take 130 by 10, 11, or 12. And maybe you're like, well, I'd like to see it come off faster. Because if you're like me, I don't like to eat less for very long. So I will go more on the aggressive side. That would be 1,300 calories every day to drop One pound of body fat. Because remember, we just took 500 calories basically off of your 1,800 and boom.
0: Yeah. We're there. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So that's just a little starting point for you guys. If you were wondering, okay, I don't want to maintain, I want to lose. Yeah. Okay. So so you have to learn that skill though. You have to
1: understand how then to do the math. To create mindfulness and awareness, because once you know a number and then use a tracking app, like do a few weekends in a row without changing anything. This yeah. would be the first thing I would do and just commit to even if it's a brand new skill set for you, put it into a tracking app like MyFitnessPal and just see how much you actually eat or drink, what that is uh, calculates to on a weekend, that's going to start to create your mindfulness. And then you can be like, Hmm, what could I trade or what could I omit? That's mindless. That would start to bring my calories down where I don't feel like I have to restrict anything. I'm just kind of making some tweaks here and there to stay within this window.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's it we say it often, but awareness is so key. You cannot change what you are not aware of. So these skills are huge and then paired with like the tracking, you would do that if you needed to like save money in your bank account, right? If you were going for a specific number. You've got to know what's going where.
1: You have to know what's coming in and what's going out. Yeah. Another episode em, in Another the future would episode. be uh, all about oh, well tracking seems so restrictive save that for another topic and yeah. another day.
0: Yeah. That's okay. The only way it's going to get you where you want to go. Okay. Next skill. Let's do when you're, you, you pick the one we have a list in
1: front of us. You pick what you want. Em. Which one do you want to touch on?
0: Well, I like, I like, the, I'll just go right at the top here. Learn how to read menus. It's not that complicated. One of the greatest things that I learned was, because I was a huge like bowl person and salad um person, which there's nothing wrong with that. But if you are trying to track, Um, things like bowls and casseroles and salads and stuff tend to have so many ingredients that unless you're pulling things out, they actually end up being more calories than like entrees where you get. So now I go for like the chicken meal or like the shrimp meal that comes with like the side of veggies or the side of rice. And then I can see how many shrimp there are. I'm a little bit more in control of how much is in that meal.
1: Yeah. And again, you're probably looking at that menu and you're deciding like, Is tonight the night I'm going to have the higher calorie meal. And you've done your due diligence. You can look at a menu and be like, oh, this is a higher calorie food. This is a lower calorie food. Right. If you're listening, you can guarantee that if it is a single ingredient food, it is most in a single ingredient, easy to digest food, like a lean protein, a vegetable, a fruit, a starchy carb, a good fat. It's going to be lower calorie. Yeah. If it is a more processed food, like a pasta, a pizza, sushi, it's going to be higher calories. So now you're looking at that menu and you're deciding like, tonight when I go to this restaurant, is it going to be more of a sustenance meal for me where you're going to eat similar to how you would eat at home? Do I have goals in mind? And if so, if I'm trying to lose body fat, I'm probably going to err towards the sustenance. Right. Right. Or is this a celebratory is this meal? Celebratory,
0: yeah, yeah. Now, if you were trying to lose body fat and and you did go for a celebratory type meal, like just know that that pulls you out a little bit from a cut, and you're going to have to like two to four days to get back into the cut, pretty much, and get it off and be on the right track. Right, right. Okay. And and if
1: you're pl- if you know that if you're going to have a celebratory meal, you can plan. I like to plan a couple days before. So if a client was to say to me like, "Hey, we're having an anniversary dinner," I've already looked at the menu. It's going to be about twelve hundred calories, and maybe they're at fifteen for their their fat loss phase so that's only 300 calories to play with the rest of the day and we just know like hey you're going to feel more full and satisfied if you end up having more calories that day Well, we'll plan like the two days before, like drop your caloric intake a little bit to make up for some buffer to have more at that anniversary
0: dinner. Right. We just don't want to stay in that cycle. Yeah, we're not doing it as punishment. We're
1: doing it with intention to actually enjoy the moment of that anniversary dinner.
0: Yeah, totally. And I think also too, like learning how to read a menu and being okay with um, reading it in advance. I think one of the things that stresses people out is going through that process in your mind of picking and choosing things in front of people because then you start to feel like everybody's like, why can't she just be totally free and choose the hamburger like we are? You know, they're really not thinking that, but we're thinking that. So like, I like to go into situations just knowing around about what I want on the menu. Or even more fun, you
1: actually are the one that looked at the menu in advance and you decided you want a higher calorie meal and you planned your rest of the day around it and you order first and you're like, I will take the burger tonight. And then all the other women at the table are like, what, how do you eat that? And you look like that. It's because you know what you want and you're planning with that in mind. But if you are in a fat loss phase, I like what you said about reading the menu and single ingredient meals. It is way or single, yeah, single ingredient meals. It's way easier to be like, oh, that piece of chicken is about this many ounces and the broccoli is this. And it doesn't mean you can't go back to having the bowl of pasta or all right. these other things. You're just choosing in the moment based off of your goals. And sometimes we're we're maintaining weight, which means we eat more higher calorie food yeah. easily. Sometimes we got big goals and it doesn't mean that we're missing out on the event. We're picking and choosing foods that A, make us feel good. B, stick to the goals. And C, we're like, I'm here for relationship anyway or whatever right. it is. Exactly,
0: yeah, I love that. Okay, so then another skill. Okay, so once you've learned how to
1: read the menu, right? And I always ask, if I'm going out with Emily, I'm like, where would you like to go? Like, I need to know the location of where we're going. And I like to look at menus a few days in advance, because again, I'm like, if I really want something special on that menu, I got to back it up and start saving for that, right? Yeah, because none of,
0: I, none of this last minute. We Angie knows what's happening uh, listen, five days in advance. You pull a last minute on me at the restaurant <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not going,
1: right? Like yeah, I just, I love, I love food that much that I get excited about. It, so reading menus is enjoyable for me. But then I said it on the last episode, you have to order first because- I've not, never
0: heard this. I love it. Order first.
1: If Emily orders first and her husband orders before her and I hear two different meals Then I'm like, oh, well, I didn't even think about that. Like, that sounds really good. Oh, wait, that sounds really good. And I already went in with a plan of what I actually wanted. I will quickly be like, I'll just take what Emily ordered. (laughs) Right. So I order
0: first. Yeah.
1: And then I Commit to myself and you can't take it back.
0: The next time you're, I love that. The next time you're out to dinner with me and um, I usually let other people go first because I feel like that's the polite thing to do. But now y'all are going to hear me screaming down from the table. Oh my God. I'm
1: ready. <laughs> oh my God. She's going to beat me to it. And I'm going to have to I'm say, when I walk in, I'll say to the waiter, just come to me to order first. <laughs> so that'll be fun, but right it's a great one because then you do get FOMO right you're like oh I really wanted that and so order what you want own it and move on to the next thing
0: I love that yeah That, that applies to so much know what you want own it and move on right yeah okay I got it you do the next one I like this one okay know about how much you like to eat or drink when out know yourself know yourself like, I, you know, this is really good because I'd never really actually thought about it before. And 22 year old Emily drinks less champagne than 40 year old Emily. <laughs> but there's sometimes where, I forget where I was. And I ordered like five bottles of champagne and I had him to the house and everybody's like, who is drinking here? You know, (laughs) and And I'm like, I used to finish that at a poolside in my (laughs) 20s. But like, this is this is really true. How often do I wasn't going to finish five bottles of champagne with two girls? You know, I would have to be drinking all day long. Is that realistic? I actually, through that awareness, figured out that like all I really need is two and I'm tipsy. Yes, I'm good. I think I was hiccuping at Matthew McConaughey, and I had four. <laughs> right, I I think I had a vodka soda after our French seventy-five. I was like, I think I need to cut myself off. Yeah, right? like,
1: <laughs> but. You know yourself now. And so you think about what season of life you're in. Are you working full time? Are you also a mom? Mm -hmm. Do you like to work out? So you start to really, do you like to feel full when you eat, right? And And
0: and, are you more full on less than you thought? It's very likely. Yeah. Yeah. And, And when you start to do this due
1: diligence and you pay attention to like what you're eating, how many calories it is, is it more of a nutrient dense food, your single ingredient food? Is it calorie dense, right? That's your processed food. All of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. For me, I'm like, I love feeling full. And so when I go out and I eat pizza as much as I enjoy it, I'm really hungry about 30 minutes later and yeah. I'm searching for the dessert. And so sometimes I'll make considerations or choices based on how much do you want to eat today and how do you want to feel? And I'm like, I want to feel full today yeah. or... Like, this is how much I need to feel full.
0: so I want to unbutton my pants. No, I'm just kidding. like, that's what I want to (laughs) feel. Right. I want to feel full, but I also don't want to feel like overly bloated. Does that make sense? No, but it's a good thing to put the pixels in there. Because do you want to be that full? Or do you just want to be like, what what does full mean to you? It's a valid point. Right. And then
1: for drinking, I used to be like Emily. And I would have a lot of drinks. And (laughs) this is why we get along. Yes. Now, I am a one to three drink person for the most of the reason is because I like to eat my food. Yeah. So when I'm thinking 1,800 calories and I'm like, well, if I'm going to have a 200 calorie cocktail, that just wiped me straight down to 1,300 and nobody stays full off of 1,300 calories in my world. Yeah, and
0: So <laughs> not for very long. No, so
1: I'll pick and choose based on when I'm out on the weekend. Okay, when are you going to have the drink? About how many calories is, is it going to be? And then what will your food look like? And I also know that, I like getting up and feeling energized to be with my kids or to do a workout and to not have the Sunday blues. And if I have more than three, it has nothing to do, I don't think, with, like, the type of alcohol or whatever. It's just over three, my sleep is so terrible. It's, like, literally shit sleep that I do have the blues, and it throws off the entire energy in our entire home. Yeah. And I'm not okay with that anymore. Yeah,
0: you got to think about that. It's, like, how it makes you feel the next day, too, from, like, no sleep to – I mean, alcohol truly is a depressant. It does give you anxiety. And the more you have of it until all hours of the night, the less you're going to feel good the next day. So yeah, knowing all that. So learn and a skill. little bit goes a long way, I think is our point. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit goes a long way. So then that skill is know yourself and how much you enjoy eating in any
1: given situation and drinking.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I do want to say we love to drink. We love yeah. to drink. This is not a don't drink thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like why I started my company. Because I was
0: like, how do I teach other
1: women how to enjoy food and drink as much as I do? Exactly. But be really fit at the same time. Right.
0: Eat, drink, and be merry. Yeah. Just just be fit and ready for battle. Right. (laughs) That's all we gotta do. I think that's how countries fell. Yeah. No, just kidding. (laughs) So okay, next one. Okay.
1: This we've already talked about a few times, but let's this has to be a skill you learn. It's getting clear and deciding and knowing what you want out of the weekend and out of the different social situations. And so defining like if I'm gonna go with Emily to a pool party, what am I going for? Right? Am I going for the drinks by the pool? Am I going to relax Show in off the your sun? sexy body? Thank you, Emily. Am I going? <laughs> Am I going to laugh with girlfriends? Like, what am I actually going for? Yeah, Because then it removes you and it dissociates you from, it's all about food and drink. And it's like, wait a minute, what is the experience I'm going for? And how can then food and drink amplify the experience in a way that best serves me and my goals and how I want to feel? So you have to ask every single week and like, what do I want out of this? Right. What do I want out of that restaurant? What do I want out of that
0: date night? What am I looking for? Yeah, this is huge. And I'm I'm making a lot of jokes, but this is pretty funny. Had I known that we were going to do gymnastics by the pool all day Saturday, <laughs> I would have shut up a little differently with my food and drink. <laughs> right? <laughs> That was what my daughter was doing, front limb rovers the entire time. So we resorted to cartwheels and I was like, Man, I wish I would have ate a little bit less right now. So I could just <laughs> flip over a
1: little bit. Flip easier. on over. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. But like you have it to. It sounds know. silly, but yeah, you have to know. Yeah. Because yeah.
1: like date night, maybe that's a non-negotiable every single weekend, but it sometimes maybe the date night is about the food. It's a new restaurant. Sometimes yeah. it's like this is our go-to place, but it's where we love to. Kick back and enjoy the vibe and the music. Like, what do you want out of it? Right. And separate yourself from fruit and drink and think about that.
0: Yeah. I love that. Okay, last one. And this is probably, like, one of my favorite. And then I have one more. I didn't put it on the list. Okay, then you have one more. You do this. So I'll do the second to last one. But this is one (laughs) of my favorites, and it's so... Me, like I love to talk about this stuff, Angie knows. Get comfortable talking to your future self. I cannot tell you guys enough how much my life changed when I started like speaking what I wanted over myself. And like, I will literally practice what I want to go right over the weekends and imagine myself doing it. And that's like, that's like your future self. You know what I mean? Yes, Yeah. To the point I had this friend, he would always be like, do you want this cookie or do you want this drink? You know, and I knew that, and I would always give in because her next response would then be, "Oh, you deserve it. You've been good all week." And then I was, it would get me every time. I'm or like, you
1: look really good. You look really just live a little.
0: Haven't Haven't you, aren't, Isn't that enough? You don't need to lose anymore. You know, right? It's like, yeah, just live a little. Yeah, um, and I knew this, and I would always give in. They would always like convince me of it. You know, so I kid you not. When I knew I was really serious the first time around, I had a lot of weight to lose. I practiced (laughs) responding to her. To have your go-to like sentences. And, And it was quite literally, it doesn't have to be profound. I literally was like, I got goals. (laughs) I did that the first time. And her face was like, well, okay. (laughs) And she never asked me again. But yes. But I practiced what my future self would do. You
1: knew what your future self the next day wanted to feel like, what you wanted to feel and look like in a week, in a month. And that's exactly it. So this can be like in any moment. So sometimes when someone is offering me my fourth drink and my three is usually my max, I literally will be like, okay, before you say anything, how are you going to feel in an hour? How are you going to feel tomorrow Mm, morning? Like I'm going like right into talking to myself. Like, is your future self going to feel good tomorrow? Like, what do you want? And it helps me decide by already fast forwarding to that person. Like. What would, what would that person do in this moment, right? Yeah. Like, I know who I want to feel like. I know what I want to be like, whatever it is. So what do I got to do to have what that person has? And then I'm talking to that person. Call us a little crazy, but I'm telling you, it works. It works. Be- yes. It works. Because we don't take time to just stop in the moment and be like, what do I really want right now? And
0: Yeah, well, and you know, I was reading this, but this is why this is my favorite topic. I could go on and on about it. Like, our mind is such a powerful thing, but like yes. everything in this earth is a creation, with words, you know, and so like we are created and we are meant to create. And where does that start? Out of our imagination, right? Every single thing that's an actual reality, whether it's like going to the moon or, or what, any major thing that happened happened in somebody's imagination. So it would only make sense that we would need need to imagine a better life for ourselves, the way that we want it to go, in order to create that. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I, I kind of have a funny story too about Thanksgiving and dessert, but I,
1: I want to save it for a different episode. You know, so many episodes. Let us know. You can reach out to us on Instagram. We have our stuff in the uh, description. But would you want, want an episode based on how do I respond to different people in my life that they don't? I don't feel like they're as supportive of my goals as I'd like them to be, like Emily's friend, right? Yeah. Where people aren't doing it intentionally. No, they're, like, not. they're truly not. But like, if you have some tools in your toolbox on how to navigate that, or, like different people's maybe pushback to you changing, let us know. Cause yeah. we could totally, it's one of my favorite topics. Okay. Cause I just remember on Thanksgiving, I love pretty much all desserts, Emily. Yeah. As you know.
0: Yeah. I've never met a dessert. You don't like,
1: I don't like pumpkin pie. Oh, <laughs> it's shocking.
0: I know. I like, I like that. Um,
1: what is it? That one that I make the pumpkin that had dump cake. I like pumpkin dump cake where you put like the cake mix on top okay. with all the butter. I like pumpkin roll or uh, a pumpkin right. bread. You're, you're saving your pumpkin a bars. Bit. Yeah, yeah okay. I just there's something about that texture of pumpkin pie. I'm like,
0: okay, not my yeah. thing.
1: But you know, some of the family members at Thanksgiving would be like, "Well, you should really have it because you don't want to hurt Aunt Sally's feelings." And sometimes I just want to be like, you know. Okay, don't hurt her feelings. Like, but, and I'm like, oh no, thank you. I don't, or I'm usually like, I'm good. I'm thank you. I try not to do a no because then people get defensive. We'll save that for when we talk about this, how to respond. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm good. I'm thank you. Oh, you look good, Angie. It's okay. It's Thanksgiving. Just have it. I'm like, I'm good. Thank you. But you know what all I'm thinking about in my head is what I really want to say. is like, I don't fucking like pumpkin pie. Stop pushing it on me. Right? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. did you ever stop and think about like, I just might actually not want that thing, but people want you to make other people feel good. So you've got to again, go in and know what you want yeah. and then get comfortable in saying it. So I finally looked at my mom and I was like, I don't like pumpkin pie. Like, can you stop pushing it on yeah. me? So know what you want and be okay going in and saying
0: it. We say that a lot. Know what you want and be okay with it. And then don't think about it again. But how? that's so true. How much of us have built a life based on what other people want, want for us? Yes. Yeah. Or the expectations yeah. they have of and us. And I'm not saying that not me either. Like, that's been one of the biggest revelations in my one year of my 40s <laughs> is how much I've built a life based on what everybody else wanted me to do. Yeah. You know? And I I get it because
1: I show love through food. You know this about me. Like, I, I love making baked desserts for people. I love cooking and dropping off things. And and if someone was to say to me, like, hey, you know, like, could you actually make this because it's more in alignment with my goals? I'd be like, hell, <laughs> yeah, I will do that, right? Yeah. It's just, you got to know. You got to know what it is. You got to you know. Want.
0: And then don't talk yourself out of it. Yep. Like, do what you want to do and, and keep on going. Okay, so what's our last <sighs> skill? We're talking about weekends right now. Meal
1: prep on Thursday. Mm. Oh my God, I have one more. I have one more. Okay. meal. Prep-
0: I got to cut you off after
1: that. Okay. okay. I know. I'm just giving away all of my secrets. Meal prep on Thursday. Because what happens is a lot of people are really good at meal prepping on Sunday. And it gets them through till Thursday. And the weekend starts on Thursday night. And then like, oh, I have no food left. Yeah. Like I'm not grocery shopping and prepping till Sunday. That's the worst. So I'll just go out and get this convenience food or we'll eat out here. If you have food prepped, I mean, it could be as simple as lunch meat for sandwiches or rotisserie chicken, but food that you would eat similar to the weekdays, 95% of the time you will eat at home a few times during the weekend because the food is there and it's available.
0: Yeah, it's so true. It's so How true. many times have you had an empty fridge and nobody has time when Saturday and Sunday rolls around and you've got all the things to do to actually go to the grocery store. So you just eat and eat and eat at all the locations. At all the locations, Yeah. Right. Okay, and then my last one. Okay, and last I promise one. it's the
1: last one. And then remember we have our, we have a special gift for this one. Okay, I'm okay. excited. So... If you are working out, like if that's something you're into right now, I would start your workout program on Sunday morning. Oh. I never wait to start a week till Monday. Yeah. Because that's, again, where that vicious cycle happens. Like, oh, man, well, okay, I got to get back to it. It's Monday, right? I got to restrict myself. I got to get back to my workouts. I got to eat all clean foods. And it's like, hey, we're telling you just to do that all throughout the week and the weekend. Workout on the weekend. So if you just say to yourself, I start my week on Sunday, it is powerful. Like you wake up on Sunday morning and you get your first workout of the weekend. Mm-hmm. You already feel so accomplished. You and really do. We know the ripple effect, right? Like you get a workout and you get a natural high. You'll drink more water that day. You'll probably start eating more of your single ingredient foods that
0: day. And then on Monday, you're like, hell yeah, I just had a fire day on sunday yeah like i'm ready to enjoy the work week i love it i love it that's such a good one i do do that by the way yeah sunday is one of my best days and you have so many carbs in your system to have a really good workout you really do and nobody is on the machines if you go to a gym at like eight o'clock in the morning yeah so get it in before we go to church and it's awesome it's one of my favorite days to work out yeah all right so if you guys did like this series we
1: recently did a special Weekend Sabotage workshop. And yeah. so it was an entire like interactive. People were on their live asking questions, getting support. We took them through everything that they needed to know, similar to what we just did on this podcast. And then we had a whole PDF with it of different exercises and activities to do on their own, like a journal prompt. Mm-hmm. So if you guys did want that, just reach out to me at Angie.Lingzo on Instagram, drop me a message and just put Weekend sabotage and I will send you over that special gift of the workshop with the journal
0: exercise or you can reach out to Emily mm-hmm. at Emily Mitchell HTX on Instagram and then um, we just appreciate you guys listening so if you like what you hear um share it subscribe like You know, send it to all your friends, family. We would love that.
1: Yeah. And if you can leave us a review, that's how other people can find the podcast and just read what you guys are enjoying and seeing if it's a place that they want to spend some time with. Yeah. All right. Hey, cheers to a really good weekend. Cheers. Hey, and if you, you know what'd be fun, Em? What? If our ladies listening go in with the weekend and take a selfie of them truly enjoying food and drink Mm -hmm. in the way that they want to guilt-free, total freedom. Take a selfie, tag us in your story on Instagram. I think that'd be a really fun way to to show what these bombshells are up to.
0: And we would love that. Definitely tag us and let us know. We'll see you guys soon. Okay. Okay. Later.